Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I'm John. I'm the game master for the evening. I'm highly caffeinated, and I'm joined this week by not Jack, but Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. It's correct. And I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Ladrin Druid princess. And I'm also joined by equally not Jack, William. Hi, I'm William. I actually have to declare a character for this game, unlike yesterday. <laughs> I'm playing Valdis Stonebeard, the Dwarven Samurai. And by closer to, but still not Jack, Craig. Yeah, I'm 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 like eighty percent Jack. Um uh yeah, and I am playing Grumman Bellmender, the Dwarven uh Way of the Drunken Master Monk. And by almost but not quite as far from Jack as possible, Camille. Hi, I'm Camille. I am playing. Um, I'm very much not Jack for sure. And I am uh, playing Annabella Mercantis, and she is a uh, hunter ranger. And from somewhere between Camille and Jack, but still not Jack, Cody. I'm Cody, and I'm playing Itrum Valar, Hobgoblin War Wizard. And the ghost of Jack passed, Jeremy. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know how he's more past Jack than me. I want, I want confirmation on this. Explain this to me, please. Uh, I, 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 that has so many implications. My mind is struggling to accept what you are trying to say about me. You're but... obviously a tiny baby Jack that floats through the air. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what you're saying, Jeremy. Um... I am Jeremy. I am playing uh, uh, currently Drissa, uh, 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 uh changeling uh, warlock. And as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, fuck the cops, and also Bobby Kotick. Yep. Just in general. Just in general. <laughs> but for specific recent reasons as well. I mean, yeah, but you know, in general, it's, it's always a good idea. Uh... <laughs> Anyway. No, it's please don't. Well, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> fucking the pejorative sense, not. In the... <laughs> Anyways, when last we left off, when you when you say it's a good idea, that implies it in the verb sense. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, 
when last we left off, Ithram was learning how to do the mambo number two. What about number five? No, I was I was clearly demonstrating to Jarissa <laughs> basic biology. This is what happens. Well, this is. Have you ever seen a single-celled life form uh, multiply? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the doppelganger's curse has finally taken effect, and Titania, Gent, and what a Ithram, horrible night to have a curse. Uh, have split themselves in two. The, the 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 three of them still look like the you know illusory figures that they had been turned into to everyone else, but a copy of what they actually look like has dumped out onto the floor, uh, to much screaming and bloody mess. Uh, as uh, as Gent lies twitching on the floor, um, in two, uh. Annabella Grummond, uh, Annabella and Grummond are running out of the uh, the dining room kitchen area. Uh, Valdeth is running out of the bedroom area, and Ithram is being carried down from the library by Sin, who is currently Jerissa. Yep, and that's where we left off. So, take it away. Come into the main room uh, without even pi- as soon as everybody else is in the room. Points at Arabella, you were using you in a ritual. Uh, I am dragging her grace, Miss Titania, out to the room, dragging, carrying, however I can manage that, um, bringing her into the, the main room with everyone. I and, will, um, I'll grab the feet and help you carry. Awesome. Thank you. So you're sure this will work? I am. Um, I'm reasonably let me, sure. Let me explain. It. Let me just clear. You sure you can do it? That was not necessarily. Hold on. Just, to, hard, just listen. Just to can check you, with John. Just to you, check with John really not? quick. Yeah, yeah, Am ahead. I sure that that you who, can do it? who needs to do it? Because uh, that was not made clear last week. Uh, the a person afflicted with the curse has to do it. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Can you or can you not do it? Can I know? Can one of these people once they wake up? Yes, absolutely. Well, it ain't a question of whether or not I'm gonna do it. The question is, who does it? Who it is? How does it work? So, since you can't, then why are you talking to me? <laughs> My God, this is the accent. It's not really an accent. It's just a different way of talking. <laughs> no, there's an accent there. There's there's a southern drawl. There's there. an absolute accent there. Oh. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I know. So how long are they going to be out for? To answer your question, because I know the details of it, that's why I'm talking. And how long they're going so to be? So do I. For? I heard you talking about it. You wasn't quiet. Oh, good. So you understand what needs to be done. Wonderful. Um, as for how long they're going to be gone, I don't know. I didn't invent the curse. 
That said, we may have an issue coming up if the pieces of them that have sloughed off, I mean, they're, those things are probably dead for now. That's my understanding of how this That's works. what I heard as well, yes. So, but this is based on some uh, one source. I prefer to double source my information to be completely accurate. I don't have oh, that so you luxury. don't know what the hell you're talking about either. That is not at all what I said. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, honey. What I said is that straight. you are not someone I like right now. I cast so... silence. Oh. Oh, we're playing this game. Uh, okay. Yep. That, there is. There is. Where do you center it? Uh, I am going to center. Is there a place that I can center it? That uh, I'm sorry, just hits Arabella. Uh, no. Uh, just okay. You can. It, it would hit. It would hit. It would hit Annabella. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. It would hit. Annabella I need to. And I Drummond. need to check something to make sure yep, because I have multiple characters in my head right now. I need to make sure you actually have it. That I actually do have silence. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's always a fun. Sorry. <laughs> um, I need. I don't, but I do have my my my, my historical. I'm not dealing with somebody right now. Stand by, old person. Instead, I cast old person. All right. Uh, so Annabella, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. My character is a horrible character, and I apologize. It's, no, that's that's. I have experience <laughs> dealing with horrible characters. That's we, okay. You should know that I am going to talk a lot of shit because that's just who I am. Absolutely. But, but we are fine, Jeremy. We are just <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> a wisdom saving throw. Um, I'm getting to my sheet. I forgot to pull it up earlier. I'm sorry. <laughs> to be fair, I have not cast whole person on somebody in so long. <laughs> That's because none of your previous characters had it. Yeah. Yes, but I had the option to take it. Uh, what's okay. the DC, Jeremy? Uh, 18. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I passed You that. pass it. Okay. Yeah, you cast. Oh, so no, you... <sighs> That's you annoying. Not Missy. Yes, I did. Yeah. Can can I just ask uh, yeah, quickly the the ones that are um, the the sloughed copies and the unconscious originals both still look like the paintings? No, the sloughed copies look like their original forms. Okay, all right. The so which one are we carrying? You're carrying the one that looks like the painting still. Okay, all right. Um, then Grumman will say, uh, "Sorry to interrupt, but." How are we sure that this is the right one? Maybe, maybe this one's a new one that looks like the original paintings and the original, the the the, you know, our ones go, are the ones that got spat out on the floor. No, oh, honey, that's the not ones... how it works. No, they, they the copy is them. It's it's actually them, and then the, the 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 other one that's that's who they are presently. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, as as Valdeth is sort of in the corner with Gent's sloughed off body, the the copy is dead. Yes. Yes. Correct. The copy is dead, and they are still breathing, just incapacitated. Correct. Does the Correct. copy of Titania have mushrooms on it? Yes. N noted for future reference. Oh my god. 
What? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. No. Grumman didn't do anything. That was Craig. Yeah, I, w- I was just asking. But, Grumman, okay, so Grumman, it's Grumman is currently helpfully carrying Titania's boots. Oh yeah, we'll, we can set it down. That's fine. Oh, Especially because I need to point at her, and I need to tell her that uh, I don't like you, and I'm probably not ever gonna. You don't have to like me either, and that's just fine. But don't, honey, underestimate me ever. Oh, I don't underestimate you. Good. So, we wait for them to wake. One of them can uh, pass this curse on to me, and then we get it, well, so that... uh, Making friends as usual, I see. You all hear a voice say. I draw my bow and point it toward wherever it sounds like the voice is coming from. That's not going to be worthwhile. You point it. It's not. And there is nothing that you can see. Just a voice that was echoing in the in the chamber. Not now. Ah, but I thought you, you said see, this place was safe. It's important. It is. This is a very special individual who really there's nowhere that's actually safe from Galadir. Oh, goody. This is my associate. Oh, <laughs> why am I not surprised about that? Yes. If it helps, I don't like him either. An associate that sees much and hears much, one who crows in the dark. Now, if you don't mind, I have some long-awaited information. Wonderful. The voice just echoes through the room. Ah, I see... The wizard is unconscious. Yes. No, no. No, he's very much conscious. He just can't react. Interesting. I've never seen the effects on a live individual. Say that again. Yeah, Ithram and Titania, you can, you're can you incapacitated and can't speak, but you can hear and see everything that's going on around you. You're sort of like locked in your own brain right now. Like sleep paralysis. Kind of. The worst sleep process. So <laughs> do the the rest of the Steelhearts don't seem bothered by this. More sort of annoyed. They're not well, alarmed. The rest the of way. the Steelhearts is Valdeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Val, Valdeth seems boiling over, angry, but not directed at the voice. The voice is just kind of an extra needle in this pile of needles. Okay. Mm. I'm going to find some pillows and put them under the heads of Kent and Titania and uh, Ithram. Make them comfortable. Oh, really? So, what information do you have for us, dear? I have a method by which you can solve your god problem. There are two methods that I have located. Neither are easy, but both fall within your professed desired parameters. This is the things that you'd be having us gather soul coins for. Yes. Does he always talk like a jigsaw puzzle? Yes, it's very annoying, but 
I wouldn't I wouldn't be working with him if he didn't have value. Is this the god problem, or is there some other sort of god problem that? We're no, the, the problem in Taram is the god problem. Oh, right, the Taram problem. Yes. I'll lean over to Annabella. What's the Taram problem? <laughs> That's the one where our whole city's been taken over by demons, and don't worry about it. You, you, we'll talk about it later. That sounds like a demon problem. It's complicated, sweetie. Okay. Thank you. If the peanut gallery is done. Oh, oh roast peanuts. Really I'll run back you. to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Once you've collected an amount of soul coins, or another suitable vessel, you will need to take them to the Duragar in Misthaven. The mystical forges that they operate under the supervision of the Archmagi there. On just a second. Durgar at Miss. I'm sorry, Dur- I, 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 I was, I was in, typoing myself at Misthaven. In Misthaven. Yes, I got that far. Under the mystical forges, uh, the mystical forges that they operate there under the supervision of Archmages can forge a collection of soul coins into a more useful shape. So what shape you will be left to determine. I'm assuming it's the kind of shape that can do damage. Unless you wish to offer him a drink, yes. Poison drinks? No, no. Definitely a weapon. A weapon forged from these coins will consume itself in the strike, but it will implant within a divine being a mortal soul. Mm. And once a, once a divine being has a mortal soul, it can be slain. It can be killed. Yes. I like this plan. Until such a point, no matter what injuries you might deal to them, they will not die. Here is a very relevant question, dear. What happens to the person wielding the weapon? Oh, that, that is a good question. That would depend on what kind of weapon you form. I leave that to the artisans. What I'm saying is, let's imagine, I'm just going to hypothetically say Valdez gets a hammer and strikes this person. What happens to Valdez at that point? Hopefully she dodges the counterattack. The weapon, as far as I'm aware, does not offer a specific backlash onto the user. Now, should it be crafted faultily, or should something bad happen, I can only imagine what would occur when a dozen mortal souls forged into a single weapon are shoved into the body of another mortal. It sounds quite painful to me. 
Do take notes. Hmm. I think we are. Your information, as always, is appreciated. I will, Anything else? I will look for any additional information that might solve this problem for me. But know that I am always watching and listening. No, that doesn't help, right? Make an intelligence saving throw, Annabella. This is definitely not going to help. Oh, that's good. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, you are under the effects of a feeble mind spell. God damn it. Uh, what is that one? Your intelligence uh, is too... Well, first, first of all... You take 15 psychic damage. Uh, your intelligence and charisma scores become one. You can't cast spells, oh. activate magic items, understand language, or communicate in any intelligible way. You can identify your friends and follow them and protect them. And at the end of 30 days, you can repeat the saving throw. If you wow. succeed, the spell ends. Wow. God damn it. I, you, you repeat the you repeat the saving throw with your intelligence being one. It's fine. We can fix it. It can also be ended by greater restoration, heal, or wish. <laughs> Wait, you said intelligence or charisma, and you you moved my you uh, I, my constitution. Today. I haven't touched your character sheet. <laughs> oh well, something's <laughs> wrong with my character sheet, man. Which character sheet are you looking uh, at? I'm looking at my character sheet in, in roll 20. In roll 20? Let me take a look. Yeah. My constitution and charisma are both zero. And I did not do that. Oh, no. Your constitution and charisma modifiers are zero. Oh. The number... The, 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 <clears throat> yeah, the number is... looking at the wrong place. Yeah, the small number That's what becomes one. at the wrong place. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So the small number for your intelligence and charisma become one. So you all watch as Annabella, in the middle of making this retching sound, just goes slack-jawed and sort of stares. Good, you Galadier. There's no response. I can fix this. I just need to take a Actually, have we had a short rest uh, d during the, the the time that we were in here? Oh, not yet. You were. You I were, just you were need to take stuff, a, so. Fair. I just need to take a short amount of time. I can dispel that. This was not me. I need to point that out. I, I, I fully uh, acknowledge that was not your doing. This <laughs> said to the entire everybody who's in here. As Valdez just sort of presses her palms into her eye sockets, just 
I need somebody to point that out to Arabella because I'm yep. fairly sure that this is not going to go over well. It's an N. I may get an, It's an N, not an R, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Annabella. So, I don't know where Arabella's coming from. So, like, uh, I would just like to point out, as a player, y'all didn't say, make it seem like he was a threat. You made it seem <laughs> like he was a nuisance. <laughs> You're not wrong. He is a doofus, to be fair. Or a nuisance. He is a nuisance. So, he's that too. So, but he's also a threat. To me, yep. I mean, challenging this guy didn't seem particularly, maybe not prudent, but it also didn't seem particularly imprudent. You know what yep. I mean? So I didn't think he was going to do some shit like this. It's Silence me or, you know, shit like that. I didn't so, think he was going to fucking... So Camille, for Camille's edification and for people watching who might not remember, uh, Annabella wouldn't have known, which is why I didn't say anything earlier. Uh, Galadir is a wizard that has been alive for the past 10,000 years. Uh, and he's a dick. Is, 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 is lawful evil. Oh, I think he's a fairly nice person. Is, is lawful evil. Um, uh, and is a powerful enough arcane entity to bestow magical pacts a la a warlock patron. And is currently sitting on a hole into the into the nine hells or to the or to the abyss. No, he's currently sitting he's currently sitting on a he's currently sitting in his busted ass tower, uh keeping uh Phyrexian oil from taking over the world. That's it. Grumman walks back in from the kitchen and goes, all right, so I saved my cut. What's going on? And looking like Donald Glover from that community <laughs> gift. Oh, it's the, everything's on fire. Yeah. Annabelle is just sort of standing there in the middle, not saying anything, just staring. I, I, it'll be all right. Titania will um, pull through. No Val, Valdeth very much just like hands over eyes, just Trying not to scream. <laughs> no. Like, like I said, the curry's fine. Peanuts aren't burnt. Everything's just fine. Thank you, Grammond. You're very kind, but I don't think she can really make out what you're saying right now. Oh, no, I was talking to you because I thought you were worried about the curry. <laughs> oh. Thank you. I'm, the, I'm sure. That. I'm sure the food is excellent. Did the invisible voice do something while I was gone? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, that's that's really eerie when you all do that. Um. <laughs> so, all right. Should I even ask, or should uh, do you just need me to get a mop or something? There's uh, no mops needed. If you could do me the. If you could please do me the favor of helping me get the three of these people into various beds to I, at least put them somewhere soft. And we should keep them in one place just Annabella, in case. Do you want to come with uh, Lady Titania? Can I answer that question? You can't answer it, but you can you can indicate like you can recognize you recognize Grummond and Titania as friends. And you recognize that okay, Grummond so... is trying to. You basically you have the you have sort of the you have sort of the uh, language comprehension of of like a Chihuahua at the moment. So like you can you can recognize the the, the talking and you can react to it. I go back toward the room then. Oh, 
Uh, all right. Oh, I suppose she wants us to take her in there. She's um, not entirely there right now. Well, I swear I didn't put any alcohol in that drink. You didn't. That, if you the all... voice, the voice did magic shite. It's it's complicated. Oh, it's one of those voices. All right then. All right, let's get these uh these poor cursed sleepy people out of here. If you will all excuse me, I'm going to go rest for a bit, and then I will hopefully fix. Excuse me. What do you want me to do with the extra ones? Leave them. I will be keeping an eye on Ithram's double just to make sure that they don't rise or something happens. Can't we put them somewhere, you know, maybe all together a little bit more? It's kind of giving me the creeps, having them all sort of piled up on the ground. If they can, if they can come back, or if something possesses them, I would rather they they be individualized so that they can be taken out individually, rather rather than striking as a group. All right, then we got different rooms or something. Or uh... I would argue, however, that if one of them gets out, or if all three of them get out and they are separate, then we've got three different things to track down. Maybe we can lock him in some rooms. Or like a meat cellar or like something your logic, like that. But it's valid. On this episode of Three People Decide What to Do with Three Corpses. Put them. Let's bring them into the study. All right. Grumman will we'll go. We'll activate the extra the extra arms again. I will we'll I will be with you in just a second as Bam. Four, uh, a... four astrally glowing blue arms pop out of Grumman's shoulders. Amber, in this case. Amber, yeah, Amber. They, they, yeah. They, look, they look like foam. Like beer foam. Alright. Yeah. And I'll start carrying bodies. Alright. Uh, so, is everyone taking a short rest now? There is. Darissa goes off into a, a just some side room. Uh, uh, shuts the door and proceeds to go on a rage-induced destruction of something. She's like, close, lock, camera pans out, and you just hear things breaking. As, <laughs> yep. as And a very different fast. voice. Like a much lower <laughs> uh, a masculine guttural voice. <laughs> well, Grumman, I'll, I'll, I think I'll, we'll just go back and keep cooking. I'll let that qualify as a short rest. Uh... <laughs> So for the next hour, Grumman cooks some more after moving some corpses. Valdeth tries to get rid of a very bad headache. Yes. Uh, Titania and Ithram stare out from uh, stare out from their uh, locked-in bodies, uh, unblinking at whatever's nearby. One of which is Annabella, who is sort of staring back at Titania. It's kind of like trying to piece together who this person is why they're here they feel important it's definitely important that this person is here and it's important that i'm here with this person i just don't know why or or why or or why uh but an hour passes and at the end of the hour titania ithram ghent but in npc voice uh you 
exhale. As the constant pain you have been in for the past hour finally begins to recede and your muscles relax. Ah! <sighs> Instantly itches the side of his face. <laughs> 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 just right that crook right on yeah, the you've been edge aware of, of that itch the entire time 45 minutes <laughs> i didn't manage to get any sort of spells back right no no, no okay no uh, uh, thoroughly unenjoyable i suggest we may have found a solution to the time Yes, we may have found the solution. To what? I don't understand. To the curse. Uh, oh. Myself and Jorisa. Uh, uh, okay. Is that the... That's what they were talking about. Sacrifice earlier. thing. Okay. It's not the sacrifice, no. Then what is it? It's the transference of a cur- of of the curse to another person. That doesn't seem good either. The main issue that we are having right now is that we have nobody outside of the curse that can remove the curse. Oh. If we can transfer it from myself to another individual. I can then remove the curse, hopefully. Oh, I will can at least be that? able to attempt. Yes, okay. I tried it on myself earlier, but that was when uh, you we can found transfer out. the curse. No, it's when we found out that remove curse doesn't work if you're affected by it. But someone needs to transfer it. That's how it works. I'm confused. Let's go get the others. Uh, Jarissa, your short rest is completed. Yes. You have thoroughly When she comes out of the room, yeah. Roxo, let me actually put Mark off my short rest. (laughs) All right. Comes out. All right. This should work, hopefully. Valdeth. Yes. Uh, would you would you mind coming with me while I while I dispel this? To deflect the in, the immediately ensuing rage and frustration. Yes. Absolutely. Of course. Thank do you. you. Want, do you want me there for that? You might also be helpful, yes. Sure. Assuming if I can even dispel my patron spell. Go find Annabella. Titania's sitting there with Annabella and has conjured uh, woodland beings. There are a pile of very cute puppies around us. She's handed you one. I don't know if you care or interacting with them. I mean, she's Annabella trying. is presently petting the puppy. Yeah. No, okay. Puppy's nice. Yeah. Puppy's nice. Mm-hmm. Puppies are good. Ooh. You don't know much, but you know puppies are good. 
Mm-hmm. Very cute. Where all did right. it, oh, where did all these little ones come from? Me. Oh, are Here. they real? Are they like temporary or? They're pulled from another dimension. That's amazing. Can you summon chickens? Yeah. This one's name is Reginald. I hand you one. A chicken or a puppy? Puppy. They're not chickens. I cannot change them into chickens at this point. I would have to (laughs) reform them, and I'm not doing that. Oh, hello, Reginald. So, and the chickens that you can summon, can you, I mean, can you choose the age and the plumpness of them, that sort of thing? (laughs) If they die, they return to the Feywild. You can't cook them. Oh. All right. I suppose that's all right, isn't it, Reginald? Yeah, that's all right. (laughs) All right. I will try to cast... uh, uh, Please do not stab me as soon as you can... (sighs) Let's go. I will cast a spell magic. Make an Arcana check. Yep. An Arcana check? Make an Arcana check. I don't know why it whispered. Oh, because I've had a 19. Okay. Uh, now make a Persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> I have to talk about doing it. <laughs> I am good at these, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four. So nice. the Arcana check was to know that dispel magic will not remove this, but the persuasion check was for the in my head conversation that I am having. Yes. Look, you, actually, this is not helping me one bit. I understand your reasons; they make complete sense. But in order to work with these people to accomplish what we need to accomplish, I need to have them trusting me to some degree. This doesn't build trust. Hold your hand out and say something vaguely cleric-like. I will do the I will do the exact gestures needed without casting for the spell magic. Oh, I'm still taking that spell slot. And you feel the spell go away? You are an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as he take as, as he takes one of your spell slots, uh but he removes the feeble mind from Annabella. Annabella, you're sitting there petting a puppy and petting a puppy. Puppies are nice. Puppies are nice. That motherfucker I take a step back <laughs> and I put my hands up. <laughs> I apologize for my associate. Behavior. I thank you for your help. And I apologize for losing my composure. Welcome to your first experience with Galadir. He's a right bastard, but he's someone we have to deal with. Yeah, a little warning would have been nice. I mean, no buts. He's a he's a right asshole, and that is an unqualified statement. Yeah, well, a right asshole, and and someone that's annoying, 
as opposed to someone who I don't know can make your entire brain go away in 30 seconds. Yes. I should I have admittedly somewhat undersold <laughs> my association with him to you. He is my patron. You still help me. So I appreciate that. I ain't happy. I wouldn't expect you. But I owe you one. Let's call it... I intended to guilt you into doing a, do, doing a thing that provided required potential sacrifice. I assume you know, since you said you were overhearing. Which wasn't necessary, by the way. It is my duty, my foreign duty and responsibility to make sure that woman gets home safely. Absolutely I fair. To make sure that happens. I can and I will do. Absolutely fair. Let's I don't do know it. you. I didn't necessarily know how dedicated you were, but the point is made. My life for hers, always. Admirable. Let's let's do it quickly before it gets any worse, please. Were you able to find press tin? If you can't find it here, I've got some. All right. Do you have I'll tin? Press it myself if I need to. Well, also I raided our our uh, magic shop before we left, so there's a chance I have some in. Roll me my alchemicals or my roll magic me a D100. Ithram. Let's say we have a couple of people who do like tinkering. Yeah, roll me a D100. Yeah. Okay. Tin is a fairly. You have a blacksmith. You have a blacksmith, a tinker, and an out and a wizard. Fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah. There is there is tin uh, to be had that could be pressed. Okay. Uh, it'll take a, it'll take a little bit because tin, while malleable, pressing it is a very specific task, um, and to do so without damaging it is more difficult than it sounds. But you you have enough people that have the knowledge required to do so. so you have uh you have some pressed tin. Now all you need is a vial of shape changer blood. I hand you Pull a out vial. a deck. Yep, yep. <laughs> Pull out a dagger. Jab myself. Roll a d4. Huh. Well, that explains that, doesn't it? Roll what? Oh, d4. Roll d4. Damage. Yep. You get one vial. I will keep going until well, I have taken we, three damage. We don't, we don't, we only need the one transference. I can remove the others. That is true. It would be kind of pointless <laughs> so to transfer I see, further beyond I see you that. going in for another jab and he's like, well, no, 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 no. We only need the one. You're correct. I am sorry it has been a stressful day. I was going to let you keep going. <laughs> no, that's good. I would prefer not to have multiple vials of my blood floating around. <laughs> Especially when there's someone like Gallery who's like, you know what? I know that he probably has like multiple vials of my blood already, but I want as few clones as me as possible floating around this world. Right. So, yeah, you have a vial of Shape Changer blood and some pressed tin, Ithram. So, make an Arcana roll. All right. Before I do that, I'm going to cast. You haven't had a long rest yet, for whatever that's worth. Uh, I haven't cast a whole lot of spells. I'm actually going to take a minute to swap out 
and large reduce for enhanced ability. Okay. And cast that on myself. Right. So you cast enhanced ability, presumably the for intelligence. One. Yeah, yes. Cunning. Yep. All right. So go ahead and make an arcana roll with advantage. And Annabella, you are willingly being subjected to the curse. Yes. All right. Uh, so you. I apologize if this hurts. <laughs> you. Uh, so Ithram, you. I can take a hit. You set Annabella down in the middle of uh, in the middle of the floor. Yep. Draw a magic circle around her, and then around you. And you lay out these sheets of pressed tin so that they overlap in a very specific pattern. And then you take that vial of shapeshader blood, mix it with some pigment, and begin to paint. Give me a performance check with advantage. This is part of the magical ritual. All right. <clears throat> performance. <laughs> Natural 20. Natural 20. You render a stunning likeness of Annabella in paint on this tin. And you notice, and, and you sort of, you're, you're sort of pouring some of your ether into the paint as you are doing so. And the rest of you notice that as Ithram paints, at some point between starting and finishing, and you're not certain when, the pressed tin has become a canvas with a frame, a mount, uh, a wall-mounted painting, very similar to the ones that you took off the walls in that manner, with a gorgeous oil painting of Annabella in a fairly standard pose of nobility, standing, you know, one leg up on a stool, holding, you know, holding a book of some kind, wearing very nice, wearing very nice outfit hair in a slightly different arrangement than what it currently is. And as you finish painting it, you utter a few more words, stab your palm with your fingernails, and drip your, and now mix your blood into shape change your blood. There's a flash of light. And the rest of you, the visage that is was on Ithram is now on this painting that is turned towards Annabella. Annabella, make a charisma saving throw. You can choose to fail if you want. Uh, I need to fail because I need to have the curse, right? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and err on the side of caution here and say I will willingly fail. All right. You choose to fail. You all see Ithram return to his normal form. And Annabella now looks like, uh, uh, uh well, uh, Vigo Mortensen as the Adams, Vigo, yeah, Adams, Vigo, Adams, Adams. Adams family, Gomez Adams, Vigo Mortensen. Your health does not come back. You still have that permanently reduced uh, hit point total. Yeah. Uh, and oh. uh, go ahead and Annabella you now see Ithram for what he actually looks like so Ithram go ahead and describe yourself for Annabella as you actually look like alright yeah uh, he stands uh, I think he's the tallest in the group uh, standing at 6 foot uh, he's uh, medium uh, muscular build long black hair his beard has probably been a bit unkempt 
lately uh, with all the running around that we've done, but he's wearing studded armor. He's got um, his shield is still on his arm. Uh, I, no, the shield's on his back. Um, flail on his side. The gauntlets that he's wearing are pretty intricate looking. Uh, and he's got a fairly old looking uh, staff strapped across his back as well. And a gray scarf. And a gray scarf. Yep. <clears throat> All right. That's truly spectacular work. Congratulations. Worked. I believe so. One way to test it now. Ithram, you can now see that Valdeth and Titania look different. Oh. You not you not Valdeth, you mean Oh sorry, Titania and Ghent look different. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Ah, yes. I see now. Okay. Let's let's see if we can fix this. Uh I'll uh cast remove curse on uh Annabella first. How, what is your remove curse? Oh no. Uh, I have enough for everybody. Uh, so just a bit of um, electricity gathers from his fingertips into his palm, condenses into uh, uh, basically ball lightning. And then uh, as it gets near, it just kind of flattens out and dissipates over any affecting enchantment. Yeah, this crackling ball of energy floats forward, and as bits of electricity strike Annabella, it doesn't actually hurt Annabella. The you see the the illusion over Annabella just so sort of crackle and pull and peel away as the curse is destroyed. Never quite get used to that. Well, no, you won't have to. Uh, hopefully. And oh, turn well, around. I how magic works in general. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Lady Titania, my cast remove curse again. Sure. Some again, once again. Yep. The curse falls away. Go ahead and describe what you look like, Titania. Oh, sure. Um, she is short. He's like five foot. Um, pretty pretty small uh with like kind of bark like skin um and hair that is currently on the white whiter side it's like kind of like grass and it looks like it's a little bit dead right now uh because there's been some things going on um <laughs> and uh has a like wooden breastplate on it's made out of wood um and uh, is carrying a staff uh, that is partially like made out of glass that is kind of shattered and just holding itself together by magic. And she's got a bunch of little uh, mushrooms, uh, like purple, orange, pink kind of things growing all out of her, all over. Drummond. Yes. Are you in the room where this is all happening, or are you in one of the rooms where Titania's uh, 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 sloughed-off copy is? I would like to say I'm in the other room, but realistically, I, I, I think, I, because I've already said something, I think I'm in the room where okay. this is going on. Right. That's fine. Yes. Uh, 
<clears throat> so yeah, Titania now has been returned, removed with the curse. Your hit points do not return. Oh. I broke my pen. And okay. you can now see that Gint looks different. Whoa. Alright. Thank you. Welcome back. I, I wonder if the doubles now look like the cursed forms. Oh! No, no, oh. Mm. I will go check on them. I'll go with you. Gent. I cast remove curse on Gent. You, as the as as Jerissa and Grumman go to check on the doubles, you cast remove curse on Gent. It gets peeled away. Would Gent's fiancés care to describe him? Already <laughs> gone through this once and determined that it doesn't go well. Yeah, but now it's for another player. It did. Uh, he <laughs> is tall. He's like a normal human height, uh, like 5'8 or something like that, I think. Uh, he's got reddish hair, uh, which is kind of like side-shaped, I believe. Yeah, he's um, got an undercut. And yeah, uh, and uh, has uh, sort of arcane tattoos on, was it one arm, I think? Um, and uh, a... Uh, like a scarf on and has a uh his weapon is a a gun which i do we, not we've, remember we've seen the guns mm. yeah mm. yep uh, we've think, seen the gun i think annabelle has very much seen the gun uh, oh that's right yeah yep. <laughs> he looks so, he looks down at his hands and goes <sighs> thank you very much Ethan. so having just before we exited for the for the other room, Drissa uh, uh, stopped just to look back and just 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 wait until the remove curse had been been finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and was, they're probably off to the side, so I would imagine only only uh, uh, Grumman sees it. But there's just tension that sort of been there in Drissa's sense, like things got, the 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 sloughing happened. Finally, just sort of off. Can I make an insight check to see if I notice that? Sure. Uh, Ten. What's your passive uh, deception, Versa? (laughs) Like 20. (laughs) Well, irritatingly, my passive insight is 18. That's just a real shitty roll. Yep. Uh, you, you, you're pretty certain. You're pretty certain Jarissa just passed gas, Grumman, but <laughs> like, there's definitely that relaxation of when you just let go. You don't smell Let's anything, go. Gr- Grumman leans over to Jarissa and goes, "Ah, better out than in." Yes, sure. Let's go. Probably absolutely Let's go incomprehensible. Check. All right. Yeah, we go check on the on the the slough bodies. You yeah you go to find the, the the bodies they are now very like pale pinkish white humanoid figures but with no features like no clearly definable features um you you instinctively recognize these as proto doppelgangers um these are sort of what doppelgangers look like in their natural state just a little mm-hmm. less developed with no absolutely no features whatsoever. 
as opposed to changelings who have a defined humanoid form. These don't. They're just like almost mannequin, like fleshy mannequins, basically. Cool. Drissa takes a moment, looks at them, and then summons her sword and beheads them. Are they dead? Comes back, uh, head pokes out. They are. They are now, that's for certain. There weren't any mushrooms on yours. I checked. Oh, okay. <laughs> we should still burn the bodies just to be sure. That's probably a good measure. Is there a chimney in here? Yeah. In the okay. there's one in the kitchen, there's one in the dining room, there's one in the ballroom. I mean... All right. So which way is the crematorium? It's a house. <laughs> Not many houses have one. I'd be concerned if it did. Tower, technically, man. Yeah. Well, I I, I didn't, I didn't know this one. This one point. may have a crematorium. Uh, it points at Jerissa and says, "This one was going through corpses like it was it was a regular everyday sort of thing." I just assumed this isn't my usual house. All right, so you do have one in your regular house, though. <laughs> just so we're all clear. Do we want more bodies when we keep walking <laughs> downward and not having to have our dear cook uh, having to walk into all the traps? Oh, can you turn these into zombies? I think so. Oh. I would strongly suggest not. These are byproducts of a magical curse. Strange yeah, I... things could happen. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm inclined to agree with Jarissa. Thank you. Yeah. No need to be an old fuddy daddy. All right. That's why it would be better. I, I would. I'm not even necessarily content with just throwing the bodies out the door and and, and leaving them there because who knows what might happen, especially no, since this curse clearly has necromantic abilities mm -hmm. based on what we know the end result to be. Mm -hmm. Turn them into zombies. Do it. I dare well, you. Well, that one used to be Wait. me. Are we planning to actually take a full night here to recover? We need to, yeah. That was certainly my hope because I'm not going to get any less exhausted without an actual full night's rest. I have a solution. If we do not want to burn the bodies inside this place. I do too. I can just compost them. That's more what? final than my solution, so go ahead. It's what I do. I was just going to throw them into a dimensional closet and leave them there. <laughs> compost them. They wouldn't be able to get out. Compost them, then throw them into a dimensional closet. We could do both if we wanted to. If we wanted to overuse our abilities. Well, we're about to take a, a long rest anyway. So. Right. Exactly. Nothing's ever interrupted a long rest. Well, we need to be able to have a full long rest before we uh, before we continue. Anyway, we're all exhausted at this point. Certainly seems like a reasonable solution to me. But as I've pointed out. You all are paying the bills and calling the shots, so whatever you we are had, comfortable with. We had traveled for quite a while before we opened the store and came into the 
into the mansion. I will not complain with a, with taking a full night. Can you help me, Grummond? Of course. Uh, lift. I still have the, the arms. I'll lift and carry wherever. Those are very handy. Well, it's been an hour since you oh, popped them out the first time. Yeah, I can do them again, though, right? Can you? I, I, I forget. I, I don't remember how the I think works, I think so. I can I can use them for lifting pretty much as much as I want. It's just the, the using them to fight things is 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 more limited. I'll double check though. Yeah, just double check. Just because I I don't one way or the other I, I I help carry them. Yeah. Okay. And Titania's doing druid craft to uh, make them de- and and uh, decompose because that's as, the thing. As I I'm do. carrying them, because I wouldn't. No, no. Okay. As we get them, any place that. Uh, well, this is a weird indoor house. Um, I don't. Do know. we want to put them in a dem- Do we want to put them in my demi plane? In your demi plane. What's your demi plane like? Uh, well, it's not that specific. It's not a whole thing. Like I can, uh, I can just create a. It's a room, essentially. Do, do you ever go into this room? Uh, not this. Have... Spe- not the specific one. I'm going to put the composted uh, uh, proto doppelganger bodies in. The, no. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I can create, uh, I, I can connect to previous ones I've made or create entirely new ones. No, we're going to leave this here. Okay. It was an offer. Nothing more. Yep. Thanks. I begin composting bodies. You compost some bodies. Mm-hmm. I hand you a couple mushrooms, Grummond from off of them. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. I'll see what I can make with these. You're welcome. We have lots of that these back in like Taram. horrible idea. Yeah, you, you watch as Titania reaches down and sort of places a hand on these f- pale, fleshy bodies. <clears throat> and as she does, uh, mushrooms begin to sprout from all over them as they begin to sort of desiccate fairly quickly. Have you ever been to Taram? Um, I don't think I would have. Would, would I have, John? It's on the other side of the world. Yeah. For, for, like, no. for, for Grumman, it's the equivalent of asking if... Like, for, for, for Grumman, it's the equivalent of asking uh, if somebody has like uh, ever been to... Uh, ever been to um... God, why can't I think of the... Capital... Cap, no, capital city of Germany. Oh. Oh, Munich. Yeah. Uh, the, or Berlin. Munich Berlin. Or, or Berlin. Munich or Berlin? No. It's Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, it's, it's Berlin. Like asking if somebody's ever been to Berlin. Like... No, I, I've probably met people, other people from there, though, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 you've yeah. definitely met some people, some yeah. some travelers from, from Tehran, but you've never been yourself. No, can't say I ever have. I heard you've got a bit of a demon problem there these days. Or a god yeah. problem? It was unclear. It's complicated, but yeah. I'm sorry. I'm my great 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 grandfather 
was the god emperor of Charam. And he got killed because of a th- of something we opened up. Like a connection or something. I don't know. And uh, it's bad there. It sounds like it. You know, you say it's complicated. In my experience, home is often complicated. Although generally not sort of cursed god emperor demons invading sort of way, but the principle's the same. Is that mm-hmm. part of why you're tracking down this lich? Or is that unrelated? Well, the lich was before this happened. Um, oh, but I we see. need to take care of the lich before we go deal with that. And uh, Gent's very... Um, his uncle is involved with this and his uncle is a terrible person. So he's very worried, I think, about, you know, being able to deal with that and Valdeth is very concerned and Jerissa just joined us and now we've got you know Annabelle as well and Ithram and you <laughs> no commentary on Ithram <laughs> well he's not really like connected the same way to all the things he's only um, been he's only been one of your life one of your like longest companions still in the party but yeah right <laughs> i understand it ithram's from the desolation is that right yes uh, uh which is uh is that the name of it north is yeah desolation yeah desolation, desolation. yeah yeah, yeah. what did it. i say the desolation it's just desolation oh but... I was like, did I say distillation? Am I that deep in character? <laughs> um, but we were Ithram uh, and and Valdeth and Gant and I were all in a group. It's uh, like it's called a Griffin Company, which is like a mercenary kind of group. You go on an adventure and make money and do wonderful things called the Steelhearts back in Taram. And so we've been kind of calling ourselves that. And, you know, she indicates to a very, by this point, worn gray cloak that she still wears because it's, it's, it's our group thing. Well, I, I, I'd have to say I've been admiring the fact that you've got those fancy matching outfits, which he says, mm-hmm. referring to this horribly worn old cloak. <laughs> that, that's what Tanya's wearing um, how long have you all been traveling together then when was this that you were in the Griffin Company and is this oh, still gosh. a Griffin Company or this is you sort of co-opted the name I think it still is alright and so, I'd like if you want to for you to like join it Oh, well, I appreciate that. Is that uh, lots more contracts, I expect? No. You probably pretty much signed the one. I only do that one. That's good. That's good. I don't 
don't mind paperwork. You're muted, William. We couldn't hear you. I said Valdez has like one or two more, but <laughs> for, for actually joining yeah, the yeah. company. I appreciate that. What overall is the, uh, I guess, the mission statement then of the Steel Hearts? Right now, it's to uh, kill the God Emperor of Tehran. Not the one that's your granddad. No, because he's dead. So now this guy's the new one. All right, I see. Okay. Um, and he's a bad sort? He chest burst out of my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I apologize. I haven't been to Tehran before. That's not normally the way you become no. God Emperor. No, right. he was a general in the military, oh. and it was rather traumatic. That was like three days ago at this point. <laughs> it's been a rough couple of days. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 like I said, I don't like to assume about foreign customs, but I, I was going to... Yeah, I like that Tatanya is putting together how recently this has all happened right. as she's having this conversation. I just like the idea that to become God Emperor, you have to Athena this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you have to burst forth from the chest of another. That's the only way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grumman's from a tourist town. He doesn't like to make assumptions or cast aspersions on other traditions from different lands. Yeah, um, yeah. I see then. Uh, so, I, I, and I guess we'll be traveling there next, eh? More than likely. Well, I don't, you know, it kind of depends. I, did, I like to I keep an open mind on what we're going to do next at any one point in time. Of course. At some point, we need to have a wedding. You know, well, well, I, other things. I mean, I'm not married yet. I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm married also. Like I was just saying to you, oh. but I. Appreciate the interest. That's not a requisite to joining the steel. No. Hearts, is it? <laughs> ah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, no, that's fine. I mean, again, I'm flattered, but I mean, uh, I'm no, marrying no, two people, but right. Again, don't like to assume. Um, <laughs> so, well, I, I appreciate that. I, I suppose we can talk terms and so on and so forth. And uh, oh yeah. Um. I mean, technically, Valdeth is in charge. All right. Well, I'll speak to Valdeth as well, but uh, uh, making some progress, and uh, I feel like I've done just about all the delving that I'm going to get done here. Keep my eyes peeled for more. Uh, um, there is more underneath the city of Taram a giant armadillo. So you'd mentioned before. Now, this giant armadillo... How giant are we talking? I like the fact that this entire conversation is taking place like 15 feet from the rest of you and you're all just watching. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought they had gone to another room. Yeah, I I thought this was another room. Yeah, Yeah, I 100% thought we were in another room. You don't really want to compost near people. Yeah, Grumman is picking mushrooms off the bodies while this is happening. As they're growing, he's picking them in a little basket. Yep, yep. In any case, Annabelle is meditating because she has lost her center and she needs to regain it. Legit. Um, so, um, as far as uh, uh, as far as traveling with you, like I said, it just about wraps up here. And 
part of the reason I left home was to see the rest of the world as opposed to just hearing about it. So I've heard some pretty marvelous things about Tiramis cuisine. So, hi. Tyrion. I'll be happy to go along. <laughs> what? Tyrion. Tyrion. <laughs> I'm uh, sure know, someone think, has called it tiramis oh, no, before, abso- and it's probably yeah, yeah. stuck with him. It's ab- I think, absolutely, I believe Grumman calling it tiramis. I'm letting yeah, the rest think, of you know it's ty- the 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 um, the pronounism is Tyrion, mm-hmm. or the adjective. Is, the adjective is Tyrion. There's a place that does great wine. One of them was like stars in a bottle it was delicious you would love it oh that sounds like a right treat well then sure sign me up speaking of wines i'll find something suitable to celebrate okay Mm. and titania will keep composting much happier now so you all have a long rest recovering from a long march in a dangerous area and a deadly curse that has fortunately been stopped. So, you wake. Uh, there is food. What you doing? When Annabella comes down for breakfast, she is, her hair is now blonde and it is tied back in a single ponytail. Are you also an Aladrin? No. I have okay. a magic item that just lets me randomly change ah. my hair. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I can do it four times a day. Nice. Was that in character, Titania? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Your hair looks nice. Thank you. Interestingly, similarly, when... when... Sin comes down. Uh, they are not Garissa. Uh, they are a, a Yanti pureblood. Um, sort of a good white hair, sort of uh, a, a side cut uh, over to one side. Uh, young. Uh, Fairly feminine looking, but kind of androgynous. Uh, and about the same body shape, so the clothes still fit. Is it the same clothes? Same clothes, yes. Okay, so, so okay. they haven't changed. Um, obviously, on a 33 perception, I can definitely tell that that's, that is yes. who yeah. was Drew Wesley yesterday. Well, I mean, yep. it would be an insight check to tell who it was, but it doesn't really oh. matter for you because the minute she says anything, the captions say sin. <laughs> Right. Right. That's right. For God's sake, my another two. Good morning, all. Nice. <laughs> oh, someone else has been cursed. Who's that? Uh no, that's just our friend. What's the name for this uh, one? Nixa. Nixa, thank you. Oh. Annabella's face lights up. Like her eyes light up. And she says, Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Good morning, Nixa. How do you take uh, your morning coffee or tea? Uh, black is fine. All right. Anybody not eat eggs? Uh, you know what, honey? I will eat eggs. 
All right. Well, I've got uh, I've got these eggs here scrambled up with a uh, a bit of a spicy peanut sauce and uh, laid over some greens that I found leafy. Um, sort of spinach-like, not 100% certain that's what it is. And then uh, for those that wish to partake, I've also got a, um, a, a sautéed mushrooms over here uh, covered in a reduction of a stout sauce. Very nice, if I do say so myself. I'm going to try everything. Yeah. Tastes pretty good. I mean, if you like it. Uh, yeah. So about if everybody's eating about partway through the breakfast, Grumman will go, oh, and and pardon me, um, I ought to thank Titania for help with the mushrooms. Very nice. Valeth, Valeth kind of thinks for a second, just kind of shrugs and continues eating, <laughs> being familiar with this already. I mean, they don't taste bad, do they? And Annabella doesn't even bother. Annabella, I wouldn't even bother you anyways, because again, no. in Taram, reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> oh, true. Tanya's a corpse. Uh, grave druid. Yeah, the the druids of Taram, because Taram Taram was designed to be entirely self sufficient if necessary. So, bodies get recycled. <laughs> You have to be very wealthy to have a grave to have a grave plot in uh in Tarum. Everyone else gets taken to the druids. So further delving, I assume. Yeah. <sighs> Was I... it two days left to find the liches? I believe so, yes. Okay. Not a lot of time. Continuing on down the bridge or striking out in a new direction? We need to try and find our way further down. I don't think we've hit the ruins of Old Dur yet. But no longer as exhausted as I was the last night, hopefully we'll be able to make better progress today. Faster. Well, uh, what's y'all's marching order normally? Uh, typically speaking, it'll be uh, myself and Grummond up front as the most durable and likely to avoid traps. Right. Um, and then spellcasters near the middle so that they can be protected, except for Ithram's typically taking up the Reader Fighter Call. Yes. And right. you can find a position that would best suit you within our ranks. I'm not certain your particular expertise in the field of combat and exploration. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about that. I think I'll take a spot in front of Ithram then. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep closer to the back in case there is a more melee-oriented threat that comes from there. Of course, as I come to realize this, this group is majority spellcasters at this point. <laughs> True, but not without uh, most of us who can spell cast or not without some sort of martial talent. Indeed. Happy to be wherever you all want me, but again, I think the whole point of bringing me along was to look for traps, so seems like Correct. it would make the most sense to have me up front. Indeed. 
All right. So you finish up your breakfast. You uh, determine a marching order. Ithram, you don't have any way of turning this spell off. Nope. The key's already in my pocket, so... It won't be usable again for another 20... for another 16 hours, basically. Yeah. So you probably won't be using it the next time you have a long rest. Correct. Well, depends on how long we go before our next long rest. Well, yeah. Hopefully you have a long rest before that key is usable again. (laughs) Suck if you don't. 16 hours, it's a long day, but not, not, not unheard of. So this should dissipate on its own once we leave, uh, after the, the uh, set time is passed. Uh, shouldn't be enterable by anybody else as well. We're the only ones designated. We're good to go. When you, when you use it again, is it all the same stuff inside, or yes. should we take everything with us? Uh, anything that you brought out would be uh, become immaterial. It, it would dissipate. Um, and anything that we left in this. here will be left outside the door when it, when it Correct. So ah, that's right. okay. The compost there. There will be a compost heap once this dissipates. Good to know. All right. Grumman will go do one more pass through just to make sure he's packed up everything. All right. Probably a good idea. It's actually a good reminder if you do forget something in there, <laughs> it just clatters to the ground. <laughs> so, you all gather your things, step out into the bridge, which the, the tunnel around it has remained fairly stable. As you step out and gather yourselves, you hear a sound. It's a vaguely rhythmic sound that is accompanied by a steady whirring and a bass rumble. Anything that I recognize. Is it is it the shifting? It's not the shifting. Okay. Is it getting louder or closer? It's getting louder. It sounds like a, something whirling. Yeah, yeah we should we should go. Yeah, we should we should go. Uh, that's moving faster than we can run. Take cover. There's a spray of debris as from one wall of the tunnel there is just a sort of almost spiraling amount of uh, of rubble and stone and dirt just splatters out across the bridge in front of you and forming a hole in the wall. And as, as it does, you see sort of standing there in this hole a large figure. It looks to be about seven feet tall, six and a half, seven feet tall, depending, uh, with a golden and with a sort of a golden and red or sort of reddish hued uh, frame that looks metallic with six arms, uh, three on each side, all ending in jagged clawed five-fingered hands. Uh, a series of metallic horns on, the, uh, on its head, two sweeping back and one sort of coming up and forward almost like a mohawk. 
the face reminiscent of a kobold almost, but with eyes that are these mechanical lenses that are glowing. Um, with a cup with a, a backpack on its back and a variety of tools in each hand. Uh, well, in almost each hand. Uh, wearing a long, sort of flowing robe bottom halves with large mechanical feet. And this, thing, this, this entity just sort of stops, looks at the group of you. And from behind him, you hear, or from behind it, you hear, My bonnie lies over the ocean. My bonnie lies over the sea. My daddy lied over my mammy. And that's how they got little me. <laughs> As this six-armed figure drops out of the hole. And following behind is... A dwarf. This dwarf uh, is you're, it's hard to tell exactly how tall they are because they are currently strapped into a floating wood and steel wheelchair that is just sort of hovering out of this hole that has been created. They have dark brown skin with a bit of vitiligo uh, over one eye. Uh, uh, the the eye in the 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 light the pale uh, the paler skin area is this pale gray color. The other is brown. They've got vibrant. They've got a vibrant pink afro mohawk. It's sort of like a like a. It's that same quantity of a big of a large done up afro, but in mohawk shape. Vibrant pink with uh, two pairs of braided hair, with bits of braided hair uh, on the sides, uh, each a different color, teal, purple, uh, green, and red. Um, a large Hulk Hogan mustache that is also vibrant pink with stylized stubble on the cheeks and chin. Uh, wearing very intricate looking bits of armor and clothing that are all lightly colored silvers and blues and grays and whites um, with one hand that is armored in a much heavier mechanical construction and the other that has a much lighter sort of metal gauntlet. Legs sort of strapped together into the wheelchair and protected by a large steel guard that extends up from where the feet would be tied. And as this dwarven figure hovers down onto the bridge with this large kobold digging implement stepping out in front of it. The figure and Grummond catch eyes. Why, if this isn't my mother's sister's cousin's third born, twice removed, Grummond Battlemender, you blimey little drunkard! What are you doing down here? You recognize your several disc types removed relative, Keegan Bellmender. Oh, Keegan, if it wasn't you, I don't know what I would have done. Oh, what are you doing? I'm down here. What else do you think I'm doing? I'm looking for recipes. I'm looking for recipes. Still looking for anything. Have you found anything good lately? Oh, I found a book full of things that you can eat. And you can also eat the book. <laughs> I go running up, uh, <clears throat> arms open, and as I'm going, go, um, ring them, break them, will mend them, bell menders. Bell menders. And he just wraps you up in these big, muscly arms, lifts you up off the ground with just his upper body strength, and then puts you back down. 
Ah, oh, well, it looks like you're it looks like you're travelling with a bit of a with a bit of a larger crew than you normally have, Grumman. Oh, been brought on as a bit of a trap finder expert. Walked into a few of them, if I don't say so myself. Ah, uh, well, I mean, you're no donkey, he says, pointing at the large kobold thing. You're no donkey, but you're you're a decent delver nonetheless, so. Do, do, you... do I am I familiar with donkey or is donkey new? You're familiar with donkey. Donkey is uh, is a construct of of Keegan's making uh, that is sort of serves as his both uh, sort of mechanical manservant and also bodyguard uh, and also digging implement. Uh, he 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 called him donkey. You don't you don't remember why its name is donkey, but you know its name is donkey. Okay. I lean over to Titania and whisper, does donkey mean something different over here? I don't think so. I I know a little bit of Dwarvish. I don't think so, but... (laughs) I'll I'll turn back around and say... It's cool. Don't worry, everyone. Uh, this This is my... Was it was it mother's sister's cousin? What was the mother's the, the sister's line? cousin's third son twice removed? <laughs> oh, this is my mother's sister's cousin's third son twice removed. Karen Billmender, we're in good hands. Don't you worry. It's Billmender's all the way down. Well, hopefully, me, hopefully, my cousin over here hasn't been leading you too far astray. And whatever it is, you've hired him. They have hired you, right? They're paying you, right? Aye, aye. Right, I just on, the on. appropriate amount of a stray. On, he yeah. says, tapping one of the jugs. <laughs> but hopefully you haven't been led too far astray on your goal, whatever that is. Uh, I'm heading, myself, I'm heading this way, just down this bridge a little ways. If you'd like to tag along, we can regale you with song and story. It tends to be a bit of a lonely road when you're down here by yourself, as I am so often. Well, except for Donkey. The kobold just lets out sort of a mechanical grinding sound and just begins walking down the uh, down the bridge as he kick as he sort of leans back in his chair, hovers a hand over this this sort of like diamond looking sphere uh, that is on uh, one of the armrests and flicks it with two fingers and the wheelchair begins to follow. They're actually trying to hunt down a lich looking for some sort of phylloctery, which is not a type of pastry as I initially thought. Of course it's not, you, you, you're such a bellwinder, Grummond. No, a phylactery is the thing you're talking about. It's like a oh. big old jar got a soul trapped in it. Think of it like one of those kegs you used to use to brew stuff, you know? But instead of brewing, it's a soul. Right, right. Uh, here, maybe you've seen it, and he'll turn around again and say, you don't want to describe it, it's... it's uh... If my memory's serving me right, you said it was like some sort of fancy thing that might look like a treasure, but other than that, you don't know what it is, right? It's it's can be a wide variety of things we've learned. So yes, it's, yes. it's definitely of significant value and power. So we're you seen specific- anything fancy and expensive? Sorry, we're looking, I didn't mean to cut you off. We're looking for the kingdom of Old Door, if you happen to know it by name. Let me have him roll a history check. I'm looking for Odor, you see. Mm, no, I happen to I happen to have been down there a few times. It's where I picked up some parts for Donkey over here. 
uh, got quite a mass of uh, technological and magical uh, treasure down there, if you can get to it and get away. Also, lots of bad things down there. The lich we're looking for is said to hail from Uldur, and his home place is the most likely place to find his phylactery. Hmm. Well, yes. Well, you're about two or three days out from Uldur, depending on how the ruins shift and which direction you go. But you know which direction it is? Well, vaguely. I think, I think anything only has a vague direction down here. Pretty much. Any chance Donkey could make us a more direct route? Oh, Timeline's a bit tighter than that, I'm afraid. Timeline's too tight to, to go uh, treasure hunting the right way, eh? Unfortunately. We've got a couple of days before he reconstitutes. Make a, make a persuasion check, someone. Whoever wants to. I, I can do that. I would like to. I'm pretty good at persuasion. Can I assist? I mean, my persuasion is currently a plus eight. I don't know if yours is better than mine. Oh, uh, mine's plus seven. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of inspiration as well, which I'm planning on using. I mean, I have an inspiration to spend. Um, three. Both of, you, both of you roll. And Grumman, right. Grumman who are you providing assistance to? Um, I think probably Valdeth, just because I'm sort of in dwarven mode and mostly talking in dwarven right now. Yeah. Dwarven or dwarvish? I don't. I think it's dwarvish, right? Either, the language. Either or. Either or. Okay. Uh, uh, it's listed as dwarvish. Uh, I'm gonna spend inspiration for one more roll just to see if I get better. While they're making these rolls, nope, twenty is good. Uh, Annabella, Ithram, and uh, Sin. A very loudly colored and loudly voiced dwarf in a wheelchair just popped out of a wall with a something he calls a donkey. Which is not the same kind of donkey in the other, uh, where we come from. As far as you know, a donkey is a donkey. I don't, I don't know. Well, yes. Um. That is definitely a thing that has happened. <laughs> Jeremy's busy. <laughs> well, um, no, no, that's just that's that's just Nexus's response. <laughs> Completely I... straight face. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we have a twenty. We have a twenty. Why? Why? Why the second persuasion roll, William? I spent an inspiration to see if I could get better, but I didn't. Oh, okay. So twenty. Twenty and a sixteen. Well, I mean, you're you're hiring, you're hiring, my good cousin Grumman. Bless his soul. Hard to get work down here. I assume you're hiring him for a period of days, right? Yep. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you pay him, a good cousin Grummond, the excess number of days you would have had to travel with him, I'll be happy to lend the services of my donkey. We've Glad already, to do so. We, we, we'll acquire the things we need as we go. You don't have to worry about us, but we'll be happy to lend the services of the donkey. 
I'd be glad to pay the difference in days that you save us. Well, go ahead, pay the man. Oh, I... I'm assuming, I'm assuming your statement is that you're going to get us here within the day. I'll get you to, I'll, I'll put you on the, I'll put you on the doorstep of Uldur myself. Alright, so, payment for yesterday and today, and then the three days you'd be saving us. Uh, and you, what was the rate that we discovered? Uh, three gold a day or five gold? Five, five gold a day? Five per day. Five, yeah. five per day? Yeah. So... Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five gold. I hand over to Grummond. Thank you kindly. I'll take it and sort of haphazardly put it into uh, one of the pockets of his pants. He looks over. Donkey, go down. And you watch this giant mechanical kobold turn, look, snort, and a bit of fire comes out the nose. <laughs> Walks over to the to the edge of the bridge where the wall is leaning up, and all six arms reach into a bag on its back and pull out six pickaxes and just starts going to town on the wall. And you just watch rubble fly back behind it as it very rapidly begins to dig into the ruin. Always one of my favorite parts. Precision dwarven engineering. That's the only way to travel. Forget trying to find, you know, safe passageway and expecting the ruins to move wherever they're going to. Just cut a path right through. How stable do these tunnel- tunnels normally stay? Uh, long enough to get through, so you better be quick as he starts rolling behind, <laughs> behind Donkey. Bell Death will start following behind. Yep. 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 So, all of you follow in the wake yep. of Donkey? Yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, this, the mechanical kobold just begins digging. Brrr, the pickaxe is going and going and not stopping. As each, like, basically, he's, he's designed, he seems to have designed it in such a way that two of the arms are hitting the wall as two of the arms are rearing back and another two are like hitting down at the ground into the sides and scraping a path behind it so that at any given time it is digging a almost almost a triangle but just because of the way the uh, the, the the pickaxes are not perfectly aimed it ends up being almost a complete circle uh as it goes there is there there are two pickaxes there are two pickaxes in any of the three major stages of a swing at at all points in time. Basically, yeah. Uh, as it's just going. So donkey's not exactly the fastest digger, so it's not that we have to move really fast. We just have to keep up. So just follow behind. I'm curious where the name donkey came from. Oh, Donkey, well, I was going to name him after some legendary Illinoiran hero of folktale, but I uh, couldn't forget, I uh, couldn't remember how the name ended. It's one of those longer ones. I just ended on Donkey. Damn it. <laughs> I just... Man, real hard to Damn it, John. <laughs> For those that for those that may not recall or may not know, Illinora is the place where people have Spanish accents. Yeah, so the, the, the full name of this person would be would have been Don Quixote. 
Nice. The Bellmenders exist to torture Jeremy specifically. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, you know, it's just something that I've built over over the course of many, many a year of glorious digging and scavenging. <laughs> That's exactly it, Craig. Yes. <laughs> Robot couple go burn. Right? I mean, it's definitely not safe. You're all watching this ruins collapsing around you, basically. The only right. thing that's keeping it from crushing you is Donkey. It's continuing to dig forward, yeah. so. Right, no, light on your feet. Uh, so, following behind, uh, following behind Donkey and uh, Keegan, uh, Thanks to your having paid Grumman an amount of money and also had made pretty decent persuasion rules, uh, will cut a surprising amount of time off your path uh, as you dig down and basically beeline for where Keegan recalls Old Door having been. Uh, you will be traveling for a few hours still, uh, over much rougher terrain than you would have normally gone. So, for the duration of that travel, how would you all like to go? Before we step foot in the tunnel at the beginning and uh, just reach over to Ghent. He's a plant. <laughs> and we don't, we don't have um, the broom anymore, right? No, I sort of switched that out. No, spells. no worries. Um, can we, uh, I mean, we can still take some people in the hall. Yeah. Um, I'm a ranger, so... Yeah. Rough terrain's kind of like my shit. Oh yeah, rough terrain. <laughs> oh, Grummond, you 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 expand the hall out. Yeah, um, there's a uh, Grummond has takes off his belt a small sort of it looks like a I guess a l- large carved tooth, and then uh, says something to it in dwarvish and expands out to the size of a big wheelbarrow, and it is floating along. And, uh, what, what is what is the phrase in dwarvish? And just we'll we'll climb in and there's room for uh I think what two other people? Yeah. Yeah. At its current size, two other people. I don't need to be one of those people, because like I said, of everyone here, I could probably traverse the, the terrain best. Oh yeah. No, you're, you, legit. you step you 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 even as rough as the as the as the as the tunnel is, you just happen to step perfectly on every bit of supportable <laughs> bit of ruin, so that it doesn't even slip underneath your feet as you handily keep up with the floating wheelchair. Okay, I will walk. Right? I mean, knowing Gant, he's probably just using the 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 cloak of Arachnida to just walk just he's smoothly across terrain without caring about it. <laughs> He's a plant, though, right? It, no, his he, his aura for all uh, intents and purposes. Spiritually, a plant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mist, Mistel's magic aura is disguising thing. him as a plant. I thought yeah. you'd actually turn him into a plant. No, nope. no, it's a whole complicated thing. That would have been. A, that would <laughs> be a funny uncle. way to carry someone, though. That's what <laughs> I thought was turn happening. Turn them into a house plant and right, put cool. them on the. 
polymorph plant. You can't turn people into plants to polymorph. Yes, I can. <laughs> Transmutation wizards. <laughs> That's, That's what true polymorph is for. Uh, but yeah. So Grumman's in the Grumman's in the horde. Uh, Titania, Ithram. Go walk. Ithram's walking. So Titania in the in the hall. Uh, sure. I was going to turn into something, but I don't need to, you, you, so I'm going to sit I mean, there. If there's, if, there's an, if there's an extra space, I'll ride in the hall then. Yeah. Right. There's drinks in the hall. Come on. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Rather than walking, get actually just sort of like steps onto the side of the hall and then lays down on the side of the hall. Just just spider climbs and sits on and sits on the side of the hallway where someone normally couldn't. Yeah, he just sort of like leans back against the side of the hall horizontally, his coat trailing like his, you know, his coat trailing the ground as he lays as he lays along the length of the hall. Looks like he's velcroed to the side of it, like some trophy fish. Yeah, <laughs> you know, say like a like a pilot fish on a shark, mm-hmm. or like a singing <laughs> bass on a wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just arms crossed, back against the wheel. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Ithram and Sin are the only ones that need to make constitution saving throws for me. Wonderful. Did it saves? Yes. 15. 11. Do you have an inspiration you'd like to use? Uh, I do not. If I... If I have to, I'll save face. <laughs> you can save face if you like. Uh, I believe save face is specifically if it fails. Yeah. So he doesn't need to if he succeeds. You can save face if you'd like. Okay, then I'll I'll save face and that'll be five, so it'll be twenty. Okay. Oh, yeah. So the, the the DC was seventeen. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, the 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 pace is faster, but those of you walking quickly, you know, quickly determine why most people would have to have something that hovers to follow. Because Donkey, while is good at making a tunnel, is not good at making a floor, and also doesn't seem to care because his legs are made of metal. Um, at like several times, you like twist an ankle or stumble as you go. Uh, Annabella's ranger abilities to to sort of passively ignore certain aspects of difficult terrain help them out. Uh, but Ithram, you're having a rough go. You manage to you manage to sort of follow Annabella's lead a little bit. But uh, uh, what? Sorry, Sin. What is Sin's current name? Nixa. Nixa. It's this is not a path made for you. Uh, as you several times sort of stumble, twist your ankle, get your foot stuck. You don't get caught in any of the falling rubble behind, but you are getting exhausted. You take one level of exhaustion. Okay. But at the end of several hours of walking through very bad terrain, have you ever tried to, have you ever had to walk on like an unpaved side of the road, Jeremy? Oh yeah, where like it's like it's uneven and like so one of your feet is always off to one side, and by the end of yep. it, your entire body hurts, even though only your legs were really uncomfortable. Oh yeah, that's basically what's happening here. Um, so you, eventually, donkey like hits a sp- hits open air, 
clamps the pickaxes onto the sides of the wall, sides of the ruin and extends his arms up so that Keegan can float past. And the rest of you can duck under as well as the tunnel collapses behind you and you all drop or hover, as the case of the Horde, uh, down into a fairly open thoroughfare. Uh, surrounding you is uh, uh, a large field of petrified grass uh, with occasional large, what look like metal or mechanical objects sort of bursting out of the ground. Um, they look like they may have been statues at some point, maybe constructs similar to uh, Donkey, though not quite in the same design. Uh, but they all, you know, long destroyed, long buried. Uh, it's been a while since you felt dirt under your feet. Uh, at least this, this, this soft amount of dirt. Um, except for back, you know, on the banks of that one stream by the manor, but. Uh, and of before you lays this vast, dark cavern. Now, you're going to want to be a little quieter uh, in this section of the, uh, of the ruin, but uh, you are now on the threshold of what we refer to as the uh, Legacy of Uldur. This is the, uh, the outer grounds of where the kingdom was when it was current. You still got a ways to go before you get to the gate, but you're in Uldur territory now. Thank you. Well, that certainly makes our lives a lot easier, doesn't it? Thank you very much. Well, I wouldn't exactly call it easier. Uh, you've skipped a lot <laughs> of the. You've skipped a lot of the 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 ruins, certainly. But you've come down a way that normally an entrance doesn't grow. Mm. And uh, well, entrances are attractive things for delvers. They're not exactly attractive for the things that stay down here. And many a folk uh, that have been changed by the ruins, well, they weren't exactly changed near the entrances. So, keep your eyes and ears open. Try not to lick anything you don't know, he says, looking at Grummond. How do you learn what it is? Well, you learn once is how you, you learn. Oh, I... You remember, you remember Shabby? I... Grumman sort of touches his forelock and looks down to yeah. the ground for a moment. <laughs> Went around nicking things he didn't know. <laughs> Next thing you know, is he's being licked himself. And not in a good way. And now oh, I, but, I now we're down shabby. Yeah, but of course you can lick enough things until your liver adjusts to it, like mine has. He sort of slaps himself in the side, probably vaguely where he thinks his liver is. I don't know if your liver can adjust to a rockworm eating you. It'd be a very impressive liver if it could. You know, it's a funny story, but just yesterday I was going for a coconut and I got ate by a fish. See what I tell you about licking things you don't know. Well, look, I'm just fine, and I still got two stone coconuts, so where's your moral now? The moral <laughs> is with Shabby. Not that this ain't the most fascinating 
interaction I've ever seen in my life, but we really should be going. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, like you said, be careful. Things around here don't stay still too long. And he looks over at he looks over at the the kobold. Let's out a sharp whistle. Donkey, up! And donkey goes back to the wall. Readies the pickaxes. And just begins drilling upwards. Right, well, right. Walk safe, and he, the chair hovers up and begins to follow back as the tunnel closes behind him. All right, we have a phylactery to find. Yeah, I have um some spells today that can like sort of see a little bit farther than vision if it 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 takes a while to do though so if we ever think we might be getting close i might try that but should we go on ahead i can make us quiet yeah for now let's just proceed if you could give us some silence yes yeah i'm gonna pass without trace all right cast pass without trace yep so uh there is a vast dark cavern ahead of you even uh nixa nixa Nixa, uh, with your dark, with your enhanced dark vision, cannot see where the darkness ends from where you're at. You can make out the roof to a degree before it loses your vision. You are in an incredibly vast, open, underground space. And you begin to walk. Give me stealth checks, everybody. With I'm going to pick up some dirt and put it in my pocket, by the way. Okay. Just because. Yeah. And you get a plus 10 to your stealth rolls. Yep. Thanks to Pat 32. 28. Uh, 29. It shouldn't be disadvantaged, but it is a 3, so 13. <laughs> 25. Alright, 32 from Annabella. Uh, Annabella has uh, 22. Uh, I mean, 32, because plus 10. Th- 30. Yeah. Yeah, because Pass Without Trace is giving us an extra plus 10. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Okay, 32. So, you are all mostly quiet. Tanya, you're a little excited and little, just a little bit of like chipmunk noises are coming out. There's um, dirt. Yeah, there's dirt. <laughs> and things. There's grass. I'm really curious what the grass is. Petrified is what it is. Yeah, so I'm breaking off a few of them. Yeah. Some cracking sounds. It's okay. Uh, but, you know, aside from the aside from the nascent chittering of Titania, uh, you are all fairly quiet um, as you move in to the, la- to the legacy of Odor. Eventually, you begin to see buildings. Those of you that have dark vision that can see further out. For those of you that don't have particularly extensive dark vision, like Annabella, uh, what are the rest of you doing to provide light? I've got torches. Bella uh, probably has the uh, the star metal gun blade out. Okay, so there's a bit of light coming from Valadeth and Grummond uh, to provide for Annabella's needs. Let's see. Wait, I I need light. 
for my patch? I mean, you have, you have to activate it. If are you going to oh. activate it? Yes. All right. Yes, I was actually just about to. Um, my my middle child just came up, and yeah. so I was distracted yeah. dadding. So I wasn't able to look up exactly how it works. But yes, I I am going to activate my patch. What does it look like when you activate the patch? Um, is it is that in the description? No, you get to or... you get to decide. Oh, cool. Because uh, I speak a command word. Mm-hmm. So, um, she puts the patch over her eye. Normally, it's flipped up by growing her forehead. She puts it over her eye and just taps it and speaks the command word. And it, the, there's a rune that lights up on the front of it. It actually looks like an eye. Um, and yeah, and she can see. So for the next hour through that eye, you have dark vision, out to sixty feet. Actually, no, is it farther than that? Cool. Hang on. What does the patch uh, say? Then we, don't, then we don't need light sources then, because I'm pretty certain every. No, wait, wait. Does Ithram have dark vision? Yeah. Yeah. So everyone has dark vision then. Uh, sixty feet. Yeah. Yeah. One hour, sixty feet. Yeah. Yep. So for an hour, you have sixty feet of dark vision. Uh, do you express that to the others? Because all they see is you go flip. And say a word. Uh, I'll just say something like, well, that's an awful lot better. You'd see uh, now? Yes. Excellent. And I'll douse this. Yeah. She'll put the gun blade away. Right. Well, into the, into the armory. So, yeah. So, now... Oh, I forgot. I'm the only human. Y'all wouldn't think to... Are you... You were trying to be considered. I appreciate that. No, I'm fine. Let us let us know if uh, that enchantment has a time limit, and we need to bring you some light at any point. Uh, about an hour. I'll let you know when I can't see no more. All right. I'll be honest. Sometimes when I'm down here, I just like seek colors for a change. <clears throat> yeah, I could see that. Valeth will pull out the rod of lordly might, though, and just hold it. Yeah, so it's an hour a day, basically. You have, yeah. a, you have dark vision. She'll switch it into axe form for, or into sword, into blade form for right now. <laughs> just to have it ready. Yeah, my just, just because you don't know when we're going to get attacked, I'm the, the uh, her covers out. All right, so large, great sword for for Nyx, Nyxia. Uh, and you proceed forward. Eventually, as you quietly move forward, you do find yourself standing at the edge of a ruined gate. This massive structure looks to have at one point been perhaps a city gate. Uh, you see a large, destroyed uh, portcullis sort of slammed down and cantered to one side so that the, 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 the tightly packed metal bars provide a odd, you know, sort of catty-corner lean, uh, making a small triangle of safety that you can get actually through the gate in. The structure, the, the construction you see has that sort of uh, gothic vibe that you have been looking for previously with the construction of the chair, though these hard corners and sharp spikes. Uh, the wall itself has been blackened, though whether from whether by design or age or tar, you're not 100% certain. And there is this vague smell in the air. You can all... It's not quite the smell of death or decay, 
But it's the smell of things long dead. There was at one point a very putrid smell in this space, and you are just sort of getting the vaguest after hints of it in your nostrils. How long ago did this place fall? Anyone know? Long. Uh, what was the? We had a we had a rough time. We had it. details. Yes, I'm trying yeah. to remember. Somewhere between three and five thousand years ago. Yeah. All right. So several, it's probably several fine. millennia. Mm. Things died here. That depends on your definition of fine. Well, at least whatever did that, and he points to the portcullis, is probably no, it's still around. Well, right. no, but your cousin did warn us about a number of other things. Oh, I, I, there's always something to worry about, but just like to put them in categories. That's all. When we hmm. were in the lich's lair before. There was some sort of effect um, when we were close to him where um, I couldn't heal people when they went completely unconscious. Specifically from necrotic damage, not from, not from anything. But Yep. Well, it was all necrotic damage, so I don't know. We were, we were taking a bunch of necrotic damage, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if... It'll be like that here, but you could not heal at all, or simply from Correct. once a person was unconscious. Simply once they were unconscious. Yes. But if, say, I were to get stabbed, hypothetically, like so. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that could be healed yes. because I am not near death. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. The, the understanding that I believe Ithram was able to glean from it was that the necrotic energies tried to take hold when someone was near to death and make a new servant for the Lich. Yep. That makes sense. Oh, so is, is some of this is a little bit competition then? He said, mm, I am not nodding knowingly. <laughs> no, he's talking to Titania. Uh. I'm not like him. No, no. Like, like you said, I'm not contracts. like him. No, I, I, again, you make make sure to talk to people ahead of time. Doesn't sound like his sort of bag. No. So just, you know, keep an eye out for that. I, I think there might be undead things in here. Um, Do you want to double check? You want to try to knock me out and then bring me back? <laughs> no, I want to take some time to th- look for a for a bit, if y'all don't mind. Grumman shrugs. Well, suit yourself. You change your look mind. Let's see know. if there is this aura. Yeah, that would make sense. Also, Annabelle, um, the lich last time kind of tried to kill me very quickly. Because he was sort of like watching us as we wandered through his castle over and over and over again, and then knew that I was the healer. So, well, that's good to know. We need to keep his attention off of you, or I'll turn into something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. What if you'll dress me up like a cleric? 
He's a little bit cleverer than that. So unless you can actually do some healing, I don't think it'd fool him. Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty clever. But anyway. alternately, no, I don't know that this will work. Uh, what are you casting, Tatanya? I'm casting uh, the do do do. What's it called again? Um, commune with nature. Yeah, I'm assuming we're kind of reaching the end of my Pass Without Trace by this point, because we've been walking for a little bit. How long does the Pass Without Trace last? An hour. Not quite. You're about... Not quite? You have about 15 more minutes left on it. Oh, it's not a concentration anyway, so I'm good. Um, I'm ritual casting commune with nature. We are underground, so the radius... In caves and other natural underground settings, the radius is limited to 300 feet. Um, but... This is not a natural underground setting. Okay. Then it's three miles. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I am looking for um, uh, powerful celestial space fiends, elementals, and undead. Um, any sort of influence from other planes of existence because I have he to have a, remember He did have rightly, a hold of the Shadowfell. Yeah, Shadowfell. Um, and then um, what else do I want? Um uh, prevalent plants, minerals, animals, or peoples. If I can get a sense of what's out there, what's moving around. So you kneel down, touch the dirt, and sort of shove your hands into it, and you know, yep. expecting this this sort of symbiotic almost connection to nature that you have to to sort of flourish and, and expand your senses. Mm-hmm. And immediately, you get a feeling of being covered in oil this viscous, repulsive feeling of revulsion floods through you from your hands up into your shoulders. Your whole body shivers and recoils from the touch. This land is undead. It's not just that there are undead around, but the very ground is filled, steeped with necrotic energy. Whatever happened here, whatever happened to Oldur, caused a bit of a bleeding effect as you sort of feel for influence from other planes that you you have a sense of negative energy and shadow and night and dark and so many aspects of ex- of the 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 exterior planes surrounding the material plane that are specifically focused on death and decay and disease all seep into the land itself you'd say the land was alive but the other way around okay it does it feel the alive is the land like it's still like open all that inf- or is this like a puddle that has been left here and is not going is not evaporating away it's less that it's open and that more that if you step beyond that gate you are effectively in an amalgamation of a different plane okay mm. The, the the crossover between the shadow fell and the and the realm of negative energy is so thorough and complete 
in this area that you may as well be in the material plane, the negative energy plane, and the shadow fell all at once. You don't know what that'll do to you. Yeah. And you don't know what lives in there. Lives. But it is... You like you have to fight to not recoil from your own spell right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I last uh, last question was um uh significant powerful minerals. anything mm-hmm. particularly standing out any sort of helpful ping of a lich's phylactery buried somewhere no. in there? No ping of, of a lich's phylactery. Okay. You do get a sense that there is. Um, uh, an amount of there's an amount of fairly rare material in underneath or like in the ground of Oldor. Um, you are getting sense. You're getting sort of a sense of uh, there's a myth. There's a very large untapped mithril vein uh, that you can sort of feel in the land. Um, you can you can feel you can feel a very large untapped mithril vein in the land. You can okay. also feel uh an amount of of um elementium and adamantine. Well she stands up and backs away from that. Okay. You feel like you need a bath. Yeah. Everything alright. What's wrong? That is Gross. Um, that's like a whole. Once we go through that gate, we're stepping into a plane of like undead things. Um, I don't know exactly how it got there or what it's really doing but there's probably going to be a fair number of things i didn't catch anything specific no idea where the phylactery is but yeah it's probably in there somewhere um there's a lot of milthril under the ground uh good news anyone who goes mining will get very rich if you survive um if you survive no killing. yeah i think that last part's what i'm concerned about um you said it's a separate plane. It Once feels through the other side. Yeah, it feels like you know when we went through that when we went through that little bit of the shadow fell. Yes, I remember. It feels like that. All right. And he pulls out his crystalline crown and, like and starts swapping a spell. Things combined in there or something. Would Grumman have any idea what the Shadowfell is in character? Uh, make a religion check. Okay. <laughs> so roll a d20 and subtract one. I will. <laughs> do I need to do that as well? Yeah, if you want. I'm going to swap enhance ability for plane shift. <laughs> Oh, no, it's a seven. I thought it was a one. All right, so it's a six. Still terrible, but not a zero. Uh, so, Annabella and Grummond, you've heard of the Shadowfell before? You don't know anything specific about it? Sounds like a bad place? Certainly doesn't sound like somewhere I want to be. 
Um, what what is the Shadowfell then? It's the opposite of the Feywild, right? For it's like the it's basically a plane of undeath where yeah darkness and undead and all the bad things shadow living things don't last long there. I see. Yeah, it's not necessarily all. It's not necessarily all the bad. It's not. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's not necessarily all evil. But it that is shadow and all of the bad things for you as a living being. <laughs> right. I see. There well, are safe portions. There is a but... lot more living things on this world that scare me than dead things. Fair Referring point. to the fact that the shadow fell is sort of inimical to life itself. Well, whatever it is, I don't the know how we're around it. We got to go through in there. Yeah, you can you can survive in the shadow fell. It's the negative yeah. energy, the negative energy plane is the one that kills you, right? <laughs> which is also gonna... there, which are two different things. Yes, yes, yeah. But it is also there. It is also there. I'm gonna reach and uh, you typically have to my... go through the shadow fell to get to it. And my uh, components pouch, I'm just gonna tap and make sure that it's uh, in in the same pocket. The uh, fork that my mother gave me. Mm-hmm. The tuning fork to the nine elves because in case we have to run, that's our that's our exit. Back up. <laughs> when going to the yeah. nine hells is the good escape option. <laughs> yeah. You can survive the nine hells. You can't survive the negative energy plane. Right. But like the positive energy plane where you get healed so much you explode. <laughs> there are a lot yeah, there are a lot of problems with the positive energy plane too. But yes, yeah, so in the positive energy game you become a you become an Akira. <laughs> Titania's gonna pull out a lantern that she's got clipped on her on her side and uh open it. It's got a very nice <laughs> friendly blue light, which helped with undead before. The light right. feels paler than it normally does. Okay. It's still light. It's still light. It's closeness to the shadow fell. As we as we proceed, Valdeth is going to just sort of inhale and just breathe out and invoke the whispers of the Kami for detect evil and good as we're passing through the uh through the through the door. Okay. I'm just Keeping my eyes skinned. That's so much worse than keeping your eyes peeled. <laughs> right? Is it? The, the, just keeping your eyes skinned? Pe- it's... Peeling? Peeling is, is not as bad? Peeling no. is worse. No, peeling no. is something that you do. Like, I peel a banana, or I peel my skin. Like, that's... I have a face peel. Yeah, like... I- yeah, that's way. I, okay. Nobody a does a, Nobody <laughs> goes know. to the spa to be skinned. Yeah, that's all like, I'm saying. <laughs> all right. I, I, maybe it's a regional thing. I don't know. I grew up eyes eyes skinned. Yeah, I'm no. pretty sure those are. That's a regional thing. That's got to be a regional thing. Yeah, I've never heard of that uh, before. So, uh, Valdeth, as you begin to walk towards the gate with the rest of them, you you use whispers of the Kami to cast detect evil and good, and there is undead everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's and like anything, a paladin. 
yes. like a paladin trying to cast detect good in Ravenloft, your head just explodes. <laughs> you're 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 the ground underneath your feet registers as undead. Yeah. There is you can't you can't pinpoint anything because the largest the largest thing that would ping your sensors is under your feet. Um John, I uh went ahead and rolled a perception head on a swivel. I'm I'm in full threat assessment mode. Oh yeah. yeah so see. if it looks like it might be fixing to kill us, I oh, with a thirty four you're looking around through that one eye that has the, the dark vision on, you're keeping an yep. eye out, you're listening, you're you're doing everything. And as you walk through the gate, that hour is up and you can't see anything anymore. Oh, I have the lantern. Shoot. Is that working? The, the lantern is providing a little bit of light, but the, you're going from dark vision, like dark vision to low light, basically. So it's going to take a second for Annabelle to, to adjust. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you, do you let us know that your hour's up? Uh, oh, yeah. So when, when, as soon as the patch turns, I go, oh, shoot. I can't see, y'all. Uh, all right. Valdez. Valet hits the first button on the on the Ronald Fordley Might and it goes from a plus three blade to a flame tongue. So the flame tongue emits forty foot bright light and forty foot dim light beyond that. It gives a lot of light off. So yeah, so between the lantern and the flame tongue, there is plenty of light as your eyes adjust. Keep my lantern. Keep my torches. Is this area having an effect on light as a general source? It is. It's not like it's not reducing the amount of light, but all of the light seems paler okay. than it would normally be. The colors are more are less saturated, basically. The flame looks like it's kind of sepia. Yeah, it's a little bit a little, little bit of sepia. Doesn't seem like this it's makes, bright. This makes sense. This explains why even my vision's not great here. But you pass through the gate. And as you do, all of you Explode. feel like you have just been covered in oil and grease. There is just this this feeling of revulsion fills every single one of you as you step through that gate your body instinctively recoiling from something it knows is wrong on a physical level. Sort of white-knuckling the flame tongue. It's fine. Terrible. Right. don't like this at all, y'all. I could do pass without trace again. I was about to suggest that. Well, it'll it'll mask our sound if nothing else. Okay. Sure. And as you begin, Let's go to, look. as you begin to cast pass without a trace, mm -hmm. everyone make a perception check. Sure. Fifteen. Twelve. That's terrible. Oh, Seven. god damn it. Natural Seven. 20 for a 21. Nice. 32. I fucked its mother. Shh. <laughs> uh, so. Ithram and Camille. 
Sorry, Ithram and sorry, your name is Camille instead of your character's name. So I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's all right. No, it's just I I, I read Camille instead of Annabella. Um, you don't see anything, but you have a distinct sense that something is aware of you. Something has seen the light that has come into this dark place for the first time in thousands of years. And it is awake. Insert Skeleton King voice line. (laughs) Who dares bring the warmth of life into my domain? (laughs) Okay. Ready to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the two of you just have the in- unmistakable feeling of being watched. Um, cast detect magic. Y'all feel that? You cast detect magic. There's necrotic energy everywhere. Yep, I'm also just like looking for sensors to make sure that. Make a perception not... check. All right. I will admit that I do not. Yeah, it's. Gross. I feel that general feeling of wrongness. Well, it could be uh, something well, like your, your, uh, our friend from this morning, or from last night, rather. But uh, somebody was watching us. Yes. As Ithram's eyes crackle and... No, I can, t- I can tell when he's watching normally. There's, yeah, no, you're not, you don't see any sensors, Ithram. You get a sense that whatever's watching you is doing so through natural senses. Well, natural. As as natural as anything using in this eyes. Place, as natural as yeah. anything in this place can be. Yeah. Not necessarily using eyes, but some form of sensory as opposed to magic. magic. Also, I do feel the wrongness, but I am a warlock of Galadir, so that is a matter of perspective. <laughs> the, 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 there is a distinction though for you whereas yeah. like the, the, the power that Galadir gives you is like oh legit it's like that was the yeah. that was the humorless Yanti per, uh, oh, yeah. persona making a joke oh yeah yeah I'm just, I'm just I'm just sort of getting the getting giving you an idea it's like right the power that Galadir gives you feels like a, it feels wrong in the way that like it feels like flame made solid like it feels like something that you know should be ethereal and hurt you, mm-hmm. feel cold and solid to the touch, right? Whereas this is just grease in your veins. Yep. Like you instinctively, ru- you instinctively reach up and like like claw at a bit of your skin, thinking there's going to be a pimple there, not realizing that right now it's scale and thus couldn't be, <laughs> right? Like that's that's sort of the way it's like. It feels like you're you just need a bath right now. <laughs> And in fairness, it probably did not come off as a joke at all because yeah. Nick's up. Yeah, for the next ten minutes, anything magical walk past will glow. Yeah, there's this, there's a constant glow around you as you look mm-hmm. at the moment. You get the feeling that the tech magic will be useful in certain situations, but it's not going to be one of those things where you can just scan around. Yeah, no, and it's only within thirty feet. But you all brace yourselves against the feeling, aware that something's watching you. 
Oh, we ain't in a fight yet, but we will be soon. As you walk forward. Delightful. So you guys pass without a trace. Yep. Everyone make me stealth checks. With disadvantage if you're in the light. You still yeah, get the I'm in the light because I'm holding but... it. 19. Not I the worst. Disadvantage, but not because of light. Gives me disadvantage, so... 26. Oh, son of a bitch. 10, I, had, I had a natural 20, but, but disadvantage, it's a 9, so it's a 24. Uh, 15. Uh, you have disadvantage with them, so... Can we... You have to roll again. The back end of the... Uh, Plus 10, figure. Camille. Plus 10? Oh, yep. yeah, so... So actually, twenty-five. Then. So twenty-four. Yep. Twenty. I mean, yeah, unless you're staying outside the light, Ethram, in which case you would have that normal roll. Uh, yeah, I'll hang on the back edge of. I'll bring up the help bring up the rear. Okay, so you're just like just in the shadow, on the outside of the just light. Just on the edge, yeah. Yeah, so in that case, you keep that first one with a natural twenty. Um. So a thirty-three. So thirty-three. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's 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 much easier to to hide when there's a beacon of light in front of you. Yeah, uh, sort of draws the eyes. You all begin to move, trying to keep as quiet as you can, trying to be as as unobtrusive as possible. The nineteen stealth check makes sense because it's a decent stealth check, but I'm holding a flame yeah, tongue. <laughs> I'm hiding behind the fire. <laughs> um. Yeah you walk the area around you is in ruin destroyed buildings fallen archways <coughs> no <coughs> remains is the first thing you notice you've throughout the entirety of this delve you have seen bits and pieces of bodies here and there bones bones Strung up corpses, you know, on traps. Well, you didn't tell me that. Goodness. <laughs> you know, like, like, like you, you'd seen like the remains of advent, you know, the remains of other delvers that got stuck on traps and the traps. I know, but I'm and... always like sans a body when I need one. <laughs> I know. Well, like now, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the ground is clear. Nobody fell. When this place fell, or at least it's what it seems like, what it looks like. Well, nobody stayed down. Yeah, that too. But even then, like, there's no bits and pieces of them either. There's no signs of violence. There's just crumbling ruin. Eventually, you come across one of the more intact buildings off to one side as you're passing through what seems to have at one point been a city. It looks like maybe it was an inn at one point. A raised series of steps that lead up to a uh, lead up to a a, a railed off deck with a large double door made of wood. A couple of windows that look to have been shuttered. Looks like it's probably a two-story building the most intact structure you've seen outside of those like the bridge or the manor 
Does anyone want to look at it further or just walk past it? You say just look, does it look sort of just like a roadside inn, kind of? I mean, it's not a roadside inn. It's more like a city inn, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Nick's, uh, what no, sort of a clue walking. do we have toward what kind of place we should be looking to find the phylactery? Uh, what was the, the, the necromancer's name before it was Rhyhor? Um, Gavis. Gavis. He was, like, not insignificant in terms of rank as far as his kingdom went, right? No, he was poor. And was he? He was just, like, a regular... Yeah, he was, like, in the army or something. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's check at the end. It's a possibility. I think if we don't know where it is specifically, it's worth looking. We know that we know that Gavis was Gavis was not a wealthy man during his time within the kingdom. He was a regular conscript of the military. Specifically, he was from a, a neighboring region mm-hmm. and brought to Oldur to fight for them. And showed a particular talent for necromancy. And he fell in love with the bard. We didn't like mm. him back. That was that was after the fall. That was after the fall of Odor, though. Oh, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought that was before for some reason. No, no, okay. No. Cool. Old Dor- so Old Dor- fell. He was send... he was young when Oldor fell. Ah. I can send Shakar to take a peek. Is there windows? In this, at this end. Yeah, they're shuttered. Like, up, uh, shuttered. Okay. That's a good idea. Is there any like broken open? No. Just the door. Is the door shut or open? Door shut. And the bird like pry open the window shutter. I don't know if it's shuttered from the inside or the outside, but I could summon him inside. But I can open one of the windows with mage hand. Yeah, this is where thaumaturgy is really useful. Just (laughs) quite loud, but. Yeah, I can use the, um, so I, uh, it gets a little bit dimmer around me as I send the spirit out uh, to do Mage Hand to just open a latch on one of the windows to let Ithram's familiar in. So it one goes of up to one of the where a divine would be awful useful. Goes up to the, one of the shuttered windows. Mm-hmm. Feels like it's, it's latched on the inside. Oh, never mind. It's interesting, though, that the, the windows are latched. It's different. Someone latched it from inside. Like, they were... No one's... The, there's no one that around. That means it may or may not be the phylactery, but it could be something useful or important. Potentially. Let... Um... I'm the source of light, which means I will be the thing that will attract anything's attention. Grumman, could you quietly go up and just open the door so that Shakar can get through? Can't hear you, Craig. Uh, you are muted, Craig. Sorry? Uh, Grumman nods and will attempt to do so. You open Am the door? I still... Okay, do I need to roll? Or... Yeah, I'll make another self-check as you step out of the light. Uh, 
Uh, so 29 if I'm still getting the benefit of pass without a trace, 19 otherwise. You'd, you'd, be, you'd be getting out of the out of the pass without a trace or okay. to, get, to get away from the light to get up to the door. You get up there quietly. You step up, and you can sort of feel that the, the wood underneath your feet is petrified, so it doesn't actually creak as much as you might expect living wood to. Or not living wood, but, you know, like... Regular, regular right, carved wood. Fresh sure. wood, as it were. Um... Feels almost like stone under your feet. And you creak open one of the doors. And you just sort of look in casually as you're sort of standing at the door waiting for Shakar to go through. You, something catches your eye. It's hard to make out with your dark vision because it's all grays. Mm -hmm. But you see distinct patterns. Inside the inn. These sort of shapes. And it, it takes you a second to sort of grok what they are. But there are areas of lighter dirt and dust in the shape of people along the walls, on the floors, and at the tables. As you are sort of looking in at a room filled with the footprints, the body prints, the shapes of those long dead and gone. And that's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.